Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Magically Cruising, the cruise podcast where we share our personal cruise tips and reviews to help you make the most out of your next sailing. My name's Kieran, I'm an independent travel agent, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Sarah. Do you want to say hello? Hi, I'm Sarah, and I am a cruise writer. I write over at Cruising for All, but also at Mini Travellers and Extraordinary Chaos. This week, we are going to do another one of our cruise ship reviews, and this time it's my turn to talk all about the wonderful Celebrity Apex. Um, I recently was invited on Celebrity Apex for a three-day travel agent preview of that celebrity called the Seminar at Sea. Um, so this is an opportunity for celebrity, and they also do it on Royal Caribbean as well. So they invite travel agents on for a couple of days um, just to kind of get in bed with the brand, ultimately, no pun intended, um, and just kind of sample the product firsthand um, and then do a lot of kind of classroom workshops about kind of who the best clients are for celebrity, um, you know, what the celebrity brand is about, things like that. So it was a lot of learning. Definitely, we spent about eight hours, I would say, in total across the three days in a classroom. Um, and then a lot of time then as well, enjoying kind of the, the lounges, the restaurants, things that are on board. So it was really lovely to kind of get on board. Definitely the Celebrity Apex, which is a beautiful ship as well. So I've only been on Celebrity twice. Once was just on a quick day trip round, I think it was Edge, which was phenomenal. And I've sailed on Celebrity Silhouette, which I have to say, I know that I talk about Royal all the time, but my standout favourite ship I've ever been on was Celebrity Silhouette. I just, really? I think, yeah, as much as I'm a, a big Royal fan, I think mm. I think that will change now that the boys are older because that, that ship was just phenomenal. What was your initial thought when you got on the ship? Did you do it? Had you been on a celebrity ship before? Did you have any expectations? No, I've never been on celebrity. Um, I'll be candid that out of my price range, if I'm being completely transparent. Um, but I definitely, they're a brand that I gravitate towards. Um, I'm not sure if everyone knows they are part of the Royal Caribbean group and they are definitely kind of there. I wouldn't say adult only, but they skew more towards adults. Um, so they have kids clubs and things like that, but they don't have slides, water parks, things like that, that the Royal Caribbean ships are known for. Um, but just looking at more the edge series of ships, I'll be honest, like the other series of the other classes of ships have never overly appealed to me. But the edge series of ships, just because I'm a bit of a magpie for kind of shiny new technology, the edge series ships are riddled with all new technology kind of from top to bottom. They've got some really kind of they refer to them as game changing features. Um, but things like the magic carpet on the side of the ship, which is the kind of lounge bar that kind of goes up and down the side of the ship. So we can go up to deck 16 and become part of the pool deck down to 15 to be again another different side of the pool deck right the way down to deck five where it could be an extension of one of the specialty dining restaurants and then it also becomes the tender dock as well just features like that that are kind of like pioneering and changing the way that cruise ships are built i think that's what i think of when i think of definitely the new celebrity cruises anyway that they are moving towards they've got some really kind of they again game changing sounds like a cliche but they really do have some game-changing features and the way they've designed ships they haven't kind of gone this is a cruise ship we have to build it the same way as everybody else they're kind of going how can we innovate and move the cruise industry forward yet still giving you that same fantastic kind of core cruise experience on board as well uh, i'm looking at facts and figures here and celebrity apex uh, is holds 2918 passengers at full capacity so when you look at some of the newer ships from other brands they're half the capacity yeah. which is a for me, it's a reason to, to book Absolutely. these ships because they're new. They've got everything on. I'm, I'm starting to realize the more I'm sailing and experience different brands, this is, I think, a class and a category of ship that I think I'm at my happiest at. They're big enough to have kind of the latest features and the modern features and kind of really the modern contemporary design, but they're not mega ships like some of the brands are building where they're probably not far off the same size or they're kind of a little, maybe a little bit smaller. 
but they, they're full of people. So everywhere is busy. Now, our sailing was at, I think, 60% capacity. And so just to preface it, we joined three days of an, an 11-night British Isles sailing. Now, we okay. were outnumbered by Americans, but then British Isles sailings traditionally are American heavy. So our sailing was full of Americans. We sailed from Amsterdam. It was going then British Isles, stopping off at Cork, um, going around the British Isles and back to Amsterdam. So this particular sailing is aimed at the American market. The British market is an afterthought. So we were very, very in the minority on board. Um, and because it was the start of the season, she wasn't as full as possible. But with 60% capacity, the ship had an atmosphere, definitely felt lively, but no venue felt overwhelming. It was very easy to get a drink. Meals were very quick to get served. You know, every, the crew were phenomenal. It was just a really lovely sailing. And I think that goes back to what you were saying about that crew to guest ratio, the size of the ship, the mm. space per guest is so much higher that you never feel like you have to fight to get a space by the pool or fight to get a space no. at the bar. There's tons of space everywhere. And there's so many different spaces for you to go to as well if you wanted to find a space on the ship. And that is what I loved about Celebrity. You could go to the pool. And you know mm. me and pools, most cruise ships, I avoid them. Um, and I love the pool, but I don't want to love the pool with all the, everybody else on the ship. Yes. And I think it's a different yeah. audience on Celebrity. And I think you do get to... And I, that, I'm not calling other brands, but for me... No. I, that's something I love about it. What did you love about the ship? I mean, you said about the magic carpet. The magic, the magic carpet, uh, yeah. Did you eat in it? No, we didn't. So we didn't get much chance to do any speciality dining. We had one free evening where we could have, um, but we as a group anyway, we made friends because it was like a travel agents group. Mm. Um, we all decided to try the other main dining rooms instead, which we'll talk about later on, I guess, about how the main dining mm -hmm. works. Um, so we chose not to do speciality. I definitely want to because they've got so many amazing options for speciality. Oh, so amazing. I think I think it's War on Five is called, which is the seafood sushi restaurant, which probably would do. And that's what the magic carpet comes down to. So it becomes kind of alfresco dining as part of Raw on Five in the evenings. Um, but like you've got Eason, which is the vegetarian forward speciality dining as well. So that looked really interesting. I think we would have tried that if we maybe knew more about it by the time we found it, if that makes sense. Um, and then um, I also want to try Le Petit Chef as well they do which is in the bistro um, which is and it, this is just the geek inside me but it's where they do the video mapping and the video projection on your dining plate whilst you're kind of between courses um, so all these little animated carriages come out and like they're farming the carrots and everything and then the plate's presented and it's obviously all the things they farmed and things like that um, truly like a really magic experience it's something that one day I would definitely want to try now I know you can do it on land as well but Celebrity the only cruise line that have it at sea as well um, so little things like that are part of their speciality. So you're not just getting kind of a, a really great meal. You're also getting a bit of a dining experience as well when you kind of dine in some of their speciality, which is really cool. Is it cuisine? I don't know if they still have cuisine on board, but that like it was a Rubik's Cube, the menu, and it was all on iPads, and mm. that was incredible. And I think I, I think it's the best specialty dining we've ever had on a ship again. And the Garden Grill, which is, you know, up on the garden area. And, I mean, Joe was a lot younger, but he got to make his own pizza. You could cook your own steak if you wanted. It was incredible. And yeah. I think what they do with specialty dining is they don't just, like you say, give you great food. They give you an experience, yeah. which it is phenomenal. I can't even say that. Phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> <a bit> worse. <laughs> I think it goes back to, though, like why Celebrity is a little bit different from other cruise lines. Of As I've mentioned, the ticket price is probably a little bit higher to get on board, but that enrichment you're going to get. And most cruise lines, when they talk about enrichment, they talk about the ports and they talk about what they're going to give you when you get to the ports. But Celebrity do it at every single level. Everything is about kind of enriching you as a person. So, you know, whether you choose to book into maybe like Aqua Class, which, again, we could talk more about the different classes on board, but Aqua Class is going to be kind of the more wellness and fitness program on board. So there's a whole product, a whole cabin type 
people you can pick a whole specialty dining mm. that if you are more into kind of fitness and lifestyle you can choose aqua class and get that for it as well and i think that's what celebrity do incredibly well with the uh, especially with the edge series ships they're really good at kind of curating this whole program of enrichment about whether it's whatever you're into whether you're a foodie whether you're somebody who wants to learn more about drinking whether you want to learn more about the ports about wellness and fitness they've got a really fantastic program to kind of make mm. sure that you come away enriched by your time on board it's not just the sum of here's a cruise ship go away see beautiful places and eat uh-huh. it's, it's about going beyond that and again pardon the pun that's why they called the ship celebrity beyond it's about going beyond just the usual cruise experience the thing they were really big to stress with us is to not refer to it as a cruise when we're selling it they said to refer to it as a resort it is a resort at sea right. rather than a cruise it is becoming a bit of a cliche within the industry now that all the premium luxury brands are all saying we're not a cruise ship we're a resort um, but it's a way of differentiating them from the mainstream mass market and saying, you no, know, there's a little bit more. We're going a little bit further than just kind of main dining rooms, you know, uh, the typical cruise experience. I feel, I mean, this is just me from from my limited experience, but I feel that what I will get with Celebrity, I would have to go in a suite with another brand to get. Yes. Yeah, I feel the same as well. I mean, and so when you think, okay, the price point is higher, but actually it's not when you compare it to a suite. And I really believe that the, as I say, the other brands are amazing, but I just think yeah. they just sit slightly above. So what about yeah. your cabin? So, yeah, we had the um, Infinite Veranda, um, one of the Edge yeah. Villas. Uh, not Edge Villas, sorry, the Edge Suites. Um, they're controversial online. If you watch kind yes. of a lot of the reviews of them, a lot of people have a lot of things to say about them, and I can see that. Um, so just to, for people who maybe haven't seen them, these are the um, veranda balconies that don't actually have a veranda. Um, your window is also your veranda. So you actually get a little bit more foot space inside your cabin because you don't have that balcony space taken up. But your balcony window is actually playing a glass that does kind of drop and lower. It is floor to ceiling. And the reason why I loved this room was because I was sat in bed one day and we only sailed from Amsterdam to like to, to, to Dover, to Portland and to Cork. But we were sailing kind of through, we were leaving Amsterdam and going through kind of like the, the, I don't know what the name of the river is, but we were leaving kind of more the inland area through the river to get to the ocean. And it was just beautiful to kind of have that floor to ceiling window as we sat in bed, watching the world go by and literally having full unobstructed view. There's no curtain blocking it. There's no bulkhead blocking it. You've got full floor to ceiling, wall to wall views of the outside world. And I was like, this is pretty special and quite magic. The complaint tends to come because opening and closing the, um, window to get to the balcony side of things but also the shutter for nighttime mode is incredibly loud (laughs) like it's really loud um so the complaint tends to be if you're somebody maybe your partner likes to sleep in or you you want to open it in the nighttime to get a bit of fresh air you you can but nobody's gonna be sleeping while this motor's moving it's quite a loud motor it's got quite a loud mechanism to it so that convenience of just popping the door open, stepping out for a bit of fresh air isn't there with this room. You definitely have this giant whirring sound as the kind of window is coming up and down. Um, I personally think the trade-off is worth it, but it's something that a lot of people maybe who like a traditional balcony and being able to sit out on there, maybe while the other person sits inside, you don't yeah. have that separation of space. You either have all the window open or you have kind of your closed window. It's a bit of a Marmite moment, I think. Oh, yeah, because you, you, if you shut the curtains, you're... You're on the inside of it, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, because when I look, I always look because um, obviously we're looking to go away later in the year. So, but I'm looking at the aft balconies because I know they haven't got them because yeah. I've seen. Um, so I don't know. I don't know whether I'd like it. I like the. It's like a river cruise, isn't it? So I like the thought of having the view. Yes. But then, I also like the fact that if I get up early in the morning, I can go and sit on the balcony. And yeah, Chris does like to sleep in. 
that is the crux of the the dilemma, I guess, with the balcony. You're getting when when it's open and you're sat there and you're enjoying your drink and whatever and watch the world go by, it's beautiful. But yeah, that early morning. So like I was up early for some reason. I think I was just on the tail end of my seasonal cold. Um so I wanted to open the window for fresh air, but you've got to open the blinds and open the, the mechanism to open the balcony. And Phil was asleep and I was like, I'm going to wake him up. Even just to get daylight in the morning, it's a mechanized um, blind. So it's kind of like you're going to have to wake someone up to be able to even open the blind to get a bit of like sunlight in the room in the morning. Whereas normally like some cruise ships will have nets and curtains. You can often right. just pull the curtain open a little bit, can you? And let a little bit of light in. You can't, oh, so it's kind of a, it, you haven't got traditional kind of, you know, left to right ones. It is a floor to ceiling blind as well. And that's also oh, mechanized right. as well. So the second you open, even just like the, the, the sun blind, that starts this another, it's this quieter one, but it starts that whirring motor sound as well. The great thing about it is you can control this from your bed, basically. So um, the Celebrity app, once you're in your cabin, it knows you're in your cabin. You can control all the lights in the cabin. You control the, the motor. You control the blinds, control the thermostat. So that's really cool. Like, you don't have to get out of bed to do a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's just, it is louder. I th I'm hoping that, because I know Royal's introducing the same class of cabin on Icon of the Seas. Um, mm -hmm. And I know MSC, as they do, have copied the concept as well. And on the world class of ship, now equally have a similar version of it. I wonder if they're going to be quieter. Because if they can fix how loud it is, I think it'll be fine. But I do think that that's what annoys people is if you want to open it quietly in the morning, you can't. So I read something somewhere. And I don't even know where this has come from. But the cabin, no, not the cabin, the captain can control them. So if it's windy, you can stop yes. people and open them. Right. And does that happen a lot? I couldn't tell you on our, on our sailing. I, I didn't notice it, but I think it's just more if it's sailing into like a thunderstorm, if it's incredibly oh. windy, things like that. Basically, it's more for safety. They're not going to do it just to annoy people. It will generally be for a safety reason, just in case like guests forget to close them and they leave the room. Um, and it's also, yeah, if they're going into a thunderstorm, they can just override it because as well, the thing to keep in mind is all these things are wind traps for the ship as well. So it will slow the ship down if it's hitting um, wind. So it's just a safety thing, basically, to kind of... Um, yeah, it is like you've got a lino floor by where the window is. So you do have that right. sense of this is the outside space. Um, and if it does rain while it's open, you're not going to wait, wet, get the carpet damp or anything like that. There is a bit of a line, um, lino flooring underneath this. So it does feel like a bit of a, it's more like a conservatory. So for those in the UK will know what that is. It's more like a conservatory rather than it's like um, a, a typical cruise balcony. And is it a similar height? The What am I trying to say? railing <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a little bit higher than that so normally on a, like an average cruise balcony it'll come up to i'm just shy of six foot so it'll come up to like where my belly is and i can kind of rest on it it's a little bit mm -hmm. higher so my arms rest where my chest is rather than my belly when i'm leaning right, against so it I'd, I'd be like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is a little higher i don't know the exact time i'm sure some somewhere somewhere it's listed but it is a little bit higher than your typical cruise balcony so the bathroom shower curtain or shower door shower door Oh, hurrah. <laughs> Tell quality, can't you? It was probably my favourite cruise bathroom on a cruise ship. And the more we're sailing, the more these things are becoming quite passionate for me as well. But it's just, as you say, it's having um, a really spacious, definitely really spacious, tons of storage space, double mirror as well. So the two of you can kind of get ready at the same time. Loads of room to walk around each other. Um, didn't feel like I was kind of having to do yoga to sit on the toilet seat as well and having kind of part mm. of the sink touch my face. So none of that stuff going on. Definitely very, very spacious bathroom, really spacious cabin, tons of storage space. Like I was finding new places to store stuff afterwards. So definitely if you're going on a longer sailing, you're not going to struggle to kind of have separation of space of clean clothes, dirty clothes or pool stuff, you know, port stuff. You can totally really relax into those cabins. There's, there's drawers and wardrobe space for days in those cabins. 
Amazing. I do like, I think for me, Kevin's a big deal because you want space, you want storage. Mm -hmm. um, I hate having, I hate shower curtains when they stick to you. Um, I know that you can't afford it, but, but my heart <laughs> sings when I see a shower door, which is pathetic. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's talk about the levels then because you've got cabins or you've got regular cabins and then you've got your app class and then you've got this whole new area of suite class, haven't you, on these ships? Yeah, so there are four classes technically, only three official ones. So bear with me. Let me get this in front of me just because I don't want to get anything wrong with what's included. So yeah, they do have a number of different classes on board. And I don't want to panic people by making people think this is like excluding people. It's all very discreet. And to be honest, if you didn't book into kind of their suite level, you probably wouldn't know it existed. I'll be completely transparent about that. There's tons of space for everybody else. It's not one of those you're getting second class service. You just have more exclusive spaces if you do go suite class. Um, but before we talk about full on suite class, there is a level called concierge class. Now you just get little extras, basically. It's really small, subtle things. You just get kind of more of a kind of concierge service when you are on board the ship. Um, I am reading this, if anybody's watching the video version while I'm looking off the screen, just because I want to make sure I get what's included and what's not included. Um, but it's kind of, you can see, you'll see it when you're booking your cabin or when you speak to a travel agent, they will just mention to you, you want to go in concierge class. And there's things like you get sparkling wine on arrival, you get daily treats, you get a pillow selection. They'll give you things like umbrellas and binoculars in your cabin. Um, and you get like an embossed key holder, which actually I have one of, no, I've got a retreat class one. they gave us a retreat one on board, which you can't see on the virtual background, but it's like a little, um, leather, oh, yeah. um, key card holder. So we've got the reverse yeah. retreat level one they gave us basically didn't stay in retreat, but they gave us one. The next class up from that then, though, and this is probably going to be when you're going to start seeing the difference in the type of experience is going to be aqua class. Now, again, this is kind of more like a mini suite level because you're not going to get access to any exclusive areas on board the ship other than you're going to have access to um, Blue, which is the aqua class um, specialty restaurant on board. Um, but what aqua class is, it's more of a wellness and lifestyle class. So if you're somebody who's really big into kind of fitness and well-being, mindfulness, then you may want to look towards going into aqua class because you're going to have things like a yoga mat in your cabin. So if you wanted to wake up in the morning and do a yoga um, exercise, you can turn on the TV and there's a load of kind of um, doing do-it-yourself kind of um, fitness classes for you to do in your cabin if you wanted yeah. to. You're going to have access to um, the spa when you're on board as well. So you're going to have an instant access to the thermal spa while you're kind of on board. Discount, obviously, on treatments if you wanted that. You're going to get water in your cabin as well, which we've had this conversation about why water isn't included in cabins on cruise ships. But... Yeah. It is included in aqua class as well. So um, it's going to be, and then with regards to blue as well, it is speciality restaurant, but it's more kind of the restaurants a little bit more curated to kind of um, healthier food. Um, so you're going to find a lot more leaner meats, a lot more leaner cuts, a lot more fresh fish and things like that on board the restaurant. But again, it's going to be a highly curated menu, elevated over the main dining experience, but it's not full on kind of speciality level, um, but really, really great as well. So that's what you get for that. Then you then get into retreat level. So this is going to be the real class experience. And this is kind of the ship within a ship concept that um, a lot of the cruise lines are embracing now. Now with retreat, you are going to get the full on, this is top suite level access as well. So you are going to have access to the retreat pool deck. Definitely on an Apex anyway, you're going to have it. I can't comment on every single celebrity ship. I don't know them that well, but definitely on the edge series of ships, you've got the um, retreat pool deck. Beautiful. We got a tour of it. It's incredible. It's got floating beds over the, like the little plunge pool they've got over there. Again, you're going to have exclusive bar um, snack service when you're in that retreat as well, um, pool area. There's also the retreat lounge as well. So if you want a quiet lounge that's separate, it's only for retreat guests as well. You could totally go there as well and just kind of relax. There's tea, coffee, bar in there as well and snacks served all day. Um, 
you're going to get as well then when you go into this level you're um you're going to be on the have it all package for the top level of it so your premium wi-fi will be included the premium drinks will be included that's by default when you book into retreat level um but then the main thing though as well is you're going to have access to luminae as well which is going to be the specialty restaurant for retreat only guests um again curated menu as well so again really elevated dining experience but exclusive to retreat guests what we did learn however is you can invite people into luminae if you wanted to um, so if you've got friends and family who are maybe sailing with you, but they're not staying in retreat level, you can pay a cover fee. And it's basically, it is really easy to remember, it's 10, 20, 30. So 10 for breakfast, 20 for lunch, 30 for dinner. Um, so you pay that basically, and they can come and dine with you in the retreat um, Luminae restaurant if you wanted to. But again, that's going to be that whole retreat level service. Again, you're going to have butler service. You're going to have all that type of stuff as well included. So what I don't get then, if they, obviously this is to cruise lines, but with Royal, because we've booked a suite, and you get the sweet lounge drinks, but you don't get the drinks package. I don't, but then I suppose that's star class, isn't it? That you get it with that. And that's the thing is that it's concierge and what then junior suite are probably quite similar to each other. They're kind of like not quite yeah. a full step yeah. level, but they're kind of that bridging point between mm. the two. Whereas, yeah, retreat is probably close to star class on board Royal as well, then. Yeah. Rather than because there's one in between, isn't there? Mm. So, okay, on to food. What did you think of the food? Uh, from what we managed to sample on board so we did dine in the main dining room each night and we did try some of the main dining rooms but the buffet as well we got to try quite a lot and the food was great for you know buffet food i think it's as good as it gets when it comes to kind of buffet style food um i had the buttered curry chicken probably more times than was healthy because it was incredible it was one of the best meals on the menu they had there but every day they had different cakes for you to try as well and they did a really good job of kind of immersing you into the port you're going into as well so when we were in amsterdam we had a lot of local um, hmm. meals inspired in the buffet as well then when we got to dover um, i can't remember what we had but we had lots of like fish and chips and like british stuff as well again it's very much aimed at the american tourists brits would be rolling their eyes a little bit um, but then when we arrived in ireland as well though there was lots of like little there was um, a guinness stout pie that was available type of thing just little small things that you the stations were just different each day in the buffet um, so that was really good and then for main dining room as well so their main dining room is a bit different in the case of you can do um, the typical main dining thing. You can have fixed seating if you wanted to. So do first seat and second seat in and kind of stay in the same restaurant if you wanted to. Um, or you could do anytime dining. So they have four main dining rooms that you can go into and they've all got slightly different themes. Um, but you could choose if you wanted to go to a different one of those each night, which goes into this whole thing about having more choice on board. So even if you are having the main dining experience, you're not dining in the same main dining room at the same table every night if you don't want to, which for me is amazing i love that i love the fact that i'm feeling like wow. i'm exploring different things but the way the menus work as well is is there is obviously the um kind of celebrity signatures and i know royal do something similar as well where there are certain key plates that are just a signature of that brand and they're on every single menu in all the main dining rooms but then they also have then the menu that they change so this is again all four main dining rooms will have a different menu or different items on the menu um each night kind of just either inspired by the port or they'll just have like different specialities depending on the season but then each of the four main dining rooms also have their own signature specialities as well. So um, I can never remember which rest, which one was which. One of them was like um, a Cypria themed one. So you're going to find a lot of seafood and things like that in there. One of them was like a New York um, cosmopolitan. It was called so it was like New York um, restaurant. So you're going to find lots of like steak and things like that on the menu if you wanted to. So they have their own signatures for that restaurant as well. So again, you can go and if you're kind of like, oh, I've tried everything in this menu in the restaurant we like, let's go try one of the other restaurants. You're going to have, again, four or five mains that you can have that are only in that restaurant as well. Now, because our sailing was quite quiet, they did say to us, if you want something from one of the other menus, just say and we'll bring it over for you as well. 
more because where Phil's gluten-free, they were really good at kind of going, oh yeah, our our signature menu in this restaurant only has one gluten-free item. If you want something gluten-free from one of the other menus, then we'll happily prepare that for you and bring it over. You just may have to wait a little bit because even though they share a galley, they're totally different ends of the galley type of thing. Right. So the food for the one main restaurant is made the other side of the galley. Um, so really, really flexible, really willing to work with us on the food type of thing. And again, as far as main dining room food goes, it's, it's about as good as I've had on any other cruise line. I, d- I, I did love the food when I was on. I, have, I mean, food's a big deal for us. I know it is mm. for you as well. Um, right. So did you have a drinks package? We did. So um, Celebrity included the um, standard drinks package for us. So we had the drinks for the three nights. We were asked constantly to upgrade it every time we bought a drink, which did get a bit thin after the first day type of thing. But everywhere we went, they were asking us to upgrade to the, the premium drinks package. Um, I can see after being on board now as well of why they were saying that. Um, you could drink a lot. Don't get me wrong. I got very drunk to the point that I passed out the first night. I was very drunk. Um, but um, you can't have a lot of the signature cocktails on the standard drinks package. They're all priced above it. You can totally pay the difference in price if you wanted to. We just chose not to. Um, so if you if you are somebody who kind of wants to go into the martini bar and have a lot of the signature martinis, either be aware that you will have to pay the difference of like 4 or $5 to have them or choose to upgrade and get the premium drinks package either before cruise or once you're on board. Yeah, because I think, because I'm a wine drinker and my, uh, I mean, we've had this, discussed this before, I'll go to the bar, I'm going to get a cocktail, I'm going to get a cocktail. Wine, please. <laughs> I just, I prefer <laughs> wine. But, yeah. so for me, it was worth going to the martini bar and just paying a bit of the upgrade. Stuff like yeah. the old mango daiquiris, they were all included, yeah. pina coladas. Yeah. So it was yeah, only totally. if you wanted the speci- specialty, if I can yeah. say it, cocktail. So what was your standout favorite of this ship because i know when we looked around the edge as i say i was on there for a couple of hours it was mm. not not long enough i loved all the interactive walls and because they've got that on brian as well um did you did you get to see any of those or what was your standout favorite technological thing mm, there's so much so much on the ship i think it's just royal as a company like royal caribbean cruise on the they just do this so well of creating mm. beautiful spaces and I kind of love the fact that every single space felt different. I love the fact that the mm-hmm. ship didn't blur into one homogenous, oh, it's the same color palette everywhere I go. And it's not the same design motif. Like some cruise lines, it's all very kind of glitz and glam, but it's all the same shades of the same glitz and glam. Like Eden, the space of the after the ship, that's kind of a lounge wow. bar, restaurants, it's a multifunction space, but incredible. It looked amazing. It felt like you were in this little kind of wonderland. And I mean, as in like just over, like plants everywhere. It felt really lovely beautiful views of the ship amazing to kind of go and watch the sunset that felt very different from a venue that was just a few meters away that had a very different style to it type of thing but Mm. it all felt very coherent in that kind of celebrity look and feel um the pool deck as well really love like really small details of all the furniture is different it's not kind of they bought thousands of the same chair (laughs) and that same chair Mm. is everyone on the ship like the chairs in eden there's multiple different types of chairs so again it's like a feast for the eyes as much as it's a feast Mm. for kind of the senses as well um all the different um pool areas there was like um high bars overlooking the pool there was um mm. low tables there's lots of little like sunken seating it's just as you're walking around there's new spaces to explore everywhere because there's lots of hidden pockets and gems you don't feel mm. like you're constantly in the pool deck that's open and just full of sunbeds there's hundreds and hundreds of sunbeds there's just lots of little pockets to kind of go oh, i'll go hide away over here a little bit and get a quiet little space to myself and we've claimed this is our little space for the day i really really love like that attention to detail and that thoughtfulness of creating really cool pockets everywhere ships riddled mm. with little pockets to kind of sit in no i i do i love it it was kelly hopkin was it that designed yeah i think she was the designer behind her and uh, what, what she's done is i think other cruise lines are copying now but i think what she's done yes. is just 
made cruise ships look more modern. The colours are fresher. Yes. So, did you go to the theatre? Because oh, that blew me away when I was mm. on Edge. Yeah, we did. And we actually got a backstage tour as well. So, we got to kind of view the dressing rooms and what it's like backstage as well. And seeing how little backstage space they have and what they do with it is incredible. Um, so, we got to only watch one of the signature shows on board, which is a show called Crystallize, which... Again, I can't rate Royal again, and I keep referring to them as being Royal. They're very separate brands, so the tone of the entertainment is very different. But Royal, as a group, just creates some of the highest level cruise ship yeah. production shows I've ever experienced any cruise ship. If you're looking for kind of immaculate performance pieces with some of the best, most talented people performing, then you can't beat Celebrity or Royal type of thing for their in-house signature shows. Um, just the, the level of performance from the acrobatists, the aerialists, the singers, I was just blown away type of thing. Um, it's it's a lot more elevated. I think Royal has something that's maybe a bit more accessible, a bit more mainstream. So if you're going to go on board, you're going to easily, regardless of kind of your culture background, you're going to kind of enjoy something on Royal. I feel like Celebrities is a little bit more kind of high thinking. It's a little bit more elevated and sophisticated. It's like violinists performing and things like that. Mm. Um, so it is definitely more sophisticated type of entertainment, but state of the art with this giant wraparound. I think it's 270 oh, degrees LED screen, but it moves. And it moves in ways I didn't know LED screens could move. Mm. It kind of, you know, partitions open. and it, But it's used really tastefully as well. It's not just like a gimmick. They open different parts of it at different parts of the story as it's going on. You've got this giant, like, cylinder that comes down with a projection on it. It's just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I'm really <laughs> devastated when you got to watch one show on our little preview sale. Because I was like, I want more. I want more. I want to see what else this space mm -hmm. can do. And I kept constantly. And I'm a bit of my background is event management, event production. So I love AV and technical production. Um, being in that theater space and seeing what they could do in the very limited experience I had, I was like, wow, this is incredible to have this on board a ship. It's small as I well. Know. They did say, like, it's it's 900 people on um, Apex. Only 900 people can sit down in that theater. So that's technically not enough to get everyone through it throughout the whole night. But they've done that on purpose. They've given more space to the show, basically. So there's like, um, it performs in the round. So it's rather than being a traditional theater where you watch like a box theater, it's in the round. So it's more immersive. You can get closer to the action. And but because of that, and because of how much this screen wraps around and all the hidden technology, that it is a slightly smaller theater than you would get capacity-wise in other cruise ships. Um, but that pays off in just how fantastic the spectacle is once you are in that theater. I know someone, because obviously you know that I go to the theater at least every mm. other week. And that was, it. I mean, it's the theater of dreams. Like for theaters on land, if they, you know, what they wouldn't do to have that space because mm. it's just yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. And did you go to the garden for drinks? We didn't just because it was sailing in the English Channel in May. We kind of, yeah. To be fair, we were blessed. We had really lovely weather when we were on board. So we lucked out on the weather. But I don't recall it being open, open. I think the bar right. was open so you could get drinks from it. But to be honest, Sunset Grill around the back was also open. Sunset Bar, I think. Sorry, not grill. Mm -hmm. um, so that was open. So I think most people gravitated there because it was also the smoking area as well. Um, but I had to walk around and explore it. And I, I did say, like, oh. in warmer weather, going, like, you know, in the Mediterranean or the Caribbean, that space would be <laughs> incredible, especially in the evenings. Because, again, it was so mm. cold that they didn't even turn on a lot of the... I was a bit frustrated because they didn't turn on a lot of the um, outdoor lighting at nighttime. So a lot of kind of the um, outdoor lighting effects weren't turned on, mainly because it was freezing cold in the evenings and nobody was leaving mm. the inside spaces. Um, yeah. But just seeing kind of the way that that was all lit, the way it could come to life, I think definitely having a few cocktails in the evening in and the rooftop really? garden would have been incredible. So I was looking and I kept saying like, oh, I, I kind of want to do this in warm weather now. Caribbean sailing on this class of ship or med, I think this would be a beaut. So who do you think the ship's for? So this is where we struggled with it because celebrities say they're for anyone and everyone, which they definitely are. I'm not saying like, you know, they 
they you know anybody could go on board Celebrity and have a thoroughly lovely time if you like um, elevated food you like elevated kind of um, entertainment experiences definitely um, I do feel like the clientele tends to skew more to the older demographic just because they're the people who generally will have the income to be able to afford Celebrity that does then show in a lot of the onboard entertainment, kind of the generation that is aimed at, is aimed at kind of the more the people, like a lot of 70s music type of thing mm. onboard, 70s re references. I feel like celebrity want to get a younger demographic on, so they want to kind of get a slightly more younger crowd on, and they're making steps to do that. And I definitely think if you are a younger person looking to sell celebrity, gravitate towards the Edge series of ships. There's three of them in service with a fourth one coming this year and more on the way. Um, but if you are younger and you want to experience celebrity and you like the finer things in life and you want to sail kind of those more premium ports, then you will definitely have a lovely time on celebrity. That's not to say that, you know, people in their thirties couldn't go on and have an amazing time on celebrity. I just think that they get a bigger audience with the kind of 60, 50, 60 plus crowd. Mm. Uh, excuse me. I've just hit the 50 crowd. <laughs> 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 it's okay. Oh. I'm being dragged into my 40s as well, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what? I actually don't care. Um, but yeah, it's funny how when people relate to people in their 50s. So actually, this is something that I was discussing with the boys the other day because obviously we've had this whole that they're all cruised out, and I'm looking at what what to do with them. And I, I think something more upscale would suit them because that's what they want. That's what they want. The more upscale Joe's yeah. training as a chef. He wants the food. Jack wants to chill. He doesn't oh, want the kids around him. So I think that'd really suit them. But it's like I said to him the other day, you don't check into a hotel in Barcelona or Miami and look at the average age of the customer because you don't no, care. No, 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 absolutely not. And that's something yeah. that I think cruising sort of gets tired with that brush. Um, but what you do do is go, I don't want to go to a family hotel. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's who celebrity is great for. If you're somebody who wants like that premium experience, you still want to take the family away. So that's the great thing. They do have amazing kind of uh, youth program. And I mean, youth is in right the way from kind of kids right the way up to kind of teenagers. They have an amazing kind of youth program on board. So you want to take the whole family away. Multi-generation on board celebrity is incredible because you can. There's something for everyone on board. I just think, and again, it's probably a bit skewed. The sailing we were on, and I have to, I have to stress this so much because cruise ships do totally change atmospheres based on the sailing that they're doing as well. So this was a sailing aimed primarily at American tourists who wanted to do the British Isles. They are going to be people who are kind of doing that once in a lifetime trip to the UK from America. So they are generally going to be slightly older. If you're going to sail this ship in August, summer holidays or Easter holidays, or you're sailing from kind of Southampton, the vibe will be very different than what we had on board so don't be skewed by my experience was very much kind of you know 60 70 plus crowd on board the ship will feel very different sailing like the mediterranean which is fitting ibiza mykonos santorini all those places it will have a very different demographic and crowd on board especially in the summer months as well so don't think it is purely aimed at the older market just our particular sailing definitely was because we've got friends and they've been i think they've been cruising for two years now and they've just went straight to celebrity and obviously mm. they said, who do you recommend? So they are one of the lines that I always recommend. Yeah. Um, and they looked at Roll and said, that's not for us because they've got a, their, their daughter was 16 at the time. And she she's not, she's quiet. She wants to meet friends, but she would have been overwhelmed by all that. And yeah. they've, they've booked every year since. They love it. Yeah. They, they've never booked with anyone else. And they've met friends. And so I think it depends on your family. It's like, I prefer to spend time with my boys. And that's why I think that this is this would be great with us. But if you... If your kids want to meet loads of friends, there are kids on there, but it's less overwhelming. So yes, if yeah. you want that family unit, 
having a good time together, but then the opportunity to see other friends, then that's great. As long as they don't want the surfing and, and all that. Absolutely. But no, yeah. I loved it. I think if I was to recommend to put like my hierarchy of cruise lines, I would happily recommend and feel very confident recommending celebrities up there towards the top. Definitely. Like, you know, there's no yeah. concerns about the quality. The crew were emotionally amazing. I think definitely up there with like the hardest working, the most excited crew that I've ever mm. had on any any cruise ship. Um, just like the, they they were very personable in a genuine, authentic way. Yeah. It wasn't kind of like the whole, hello, Mr. Miller. How are you, Mr. Miller? Oh, hello, Mr. Miller. <laughs> You still get that, but it was just like they were telling us about their personal lives. And I don't mean like in an oversharing way, just how proud they are. Like generally the pride that they're working for Celebrity Cruise Line shines from every single person mm -hmm. we spoke to. Um, they were like making small jokes with us. They were having a bit of fun with us. And they remembered you from like the day before. So if I like the oh, so when I had my bit of a mess when I was very incredibly hungover um and i was very drunk the first night um i then got a coffee the fo i think the day we checked out actually and the guy who served me was the guy who was serving me drinks in the in the nightclub <laughs> and he just smiled he just smiled like it film cottoned on straight away and he was like you don't remember me do you and i'm like and you're the guy i was very drunk in front of and he was like yeah i was what he was serving you that night um so they just <laughs> they remember you like obviously i made enough yeah. of a fool of myself to be remembered but they generally do so like the wait staff um, in the restaurant, they remembered us and they remembered like Phil's gluten allergy. And even though they were, we were in a different restaurant, they, they're just very, very attentive to you. And they're very proud. They kept talking about how long they've worked for celebrity. And again, not in a forced way. This was just talking about yeah. while they're serving you type of thing. And they're all incredibly proud to work for celebrity. They talk about how celebrity look after them, how their kind of program is put in to kind of improve their learning and development to kind of go through the celebrity cruise company. Which for me, that means so much. The fact that the crew enjoy working for the brand doesn't make me feel like it's uh, they're serving me and they're my staff. Um, I generally feel like they enjoy what they're doing and they love championing the celebrity brand. And I think that shines through then of that celebrity experience. And as you kind of spend more time on the ship, that whole, well, this is what a celebrity cruise is rather than it just be a, this is a cruise on a ship. This is a celebrity cruise. It feels yes. a little bit more elevated and different because it's from top to bottom, from hardware, which is the ship, to the software, which is the crew, the whole thing is just shining with this, like, we want to make your cruise as good as possible in a genuine, authentic, but again, relaxed way as well. It's not over the top. People think celebrities yeah. going to be really formal and it's going to be really like formal cruise. It's not. It's resort casual everywhere. All the main dining rooms are resort casual. Um, so you don't have to overly dress up. It's still got like slightly more dressy than maybe, you know, like the likes of MSC and P&O, but it's not suits every night. Not at all. We yeah. were worried about mm. that. It's not. It's completely relaxed luxury which again adds to that you're on board to enjoy the ship not not be the ship if that makes sense yeah no that well excellent i think that's you've covered everything <laughs> and you've just made me want to go and book one now <laughs> i just i need well, to be the... on a ship today <laughs> this, the thing, this weather definitely like i don't know if I anybody know. we're probably filming this this is probably gonna go out next week actually it's gonna go out quite quick this one um but yeah if anyone's watching we're in this little mini heat spell in the uk where i think everyone's brains in the uk is kind of melting a little bit and all of us are looking at pictures of pools <laughs> with longing looks of just kind of like <laughs> i want I to be in a pool right now and enjoy in a pool deck with a daiquiri rather than kind of sat in my house sweating <laughs> yeah definitely we don't have air conditioning do we so guys i hope you've enjoyed this episode i think it's just been a bit of an introduction more to celebrity and specifically the edge series of ships they are incredible and there's there's so much more we could share about them including like the beautiful itineraries they're doing and the one thing i want to say from my perspective if you are interested in booking on board apex apex is sailing from southampton next summer 
So if you want to sail the Norwegian Fjords down to the Canaries or the Mediterranean and you live in the UK, then definitely get in touch because this incredible ship is sailing from Southampton for the first time ever. Really, really amazing to have an Edge series ship sailing from Southampton. So um, you can hunt me down online under magical-traveler.com or on all social media under Magical T. I always get this wrong. Under Magical TRPL. If you want to find me out on social media and learn a little bit more about sailing on um, 78 Pex from Southampton, but also as well, we've got Beyond and um, Edge as well sailing in Europe next year as well. Um, so I'd love to help you set sail with celebrities if you're interested. Um, but Sarah, if the guys want to know a little bit more about kind of your experience with celebrity, but also the drinks packages and things like that, where's the best place to find all that? So you can find us on either Cruising for All or Cruising with Kids. And if you search those, we'll come up for both searches. And we've got lots of tips for celebrity cruises, all about the drinks packages, all the different ship sizes. So you can look at whether you want a small ship or a more modern ship. We've got it all there. Fab. Cool. Thank you for that, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this and we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Bye. Bye.